the Kutasikha is Khalik Tazvav, Parsha Vayat Sikha Dalad, a summary of the Sikha. In this week's Parsha it goes into great length talking about what Yaakov was doing in the while well, he was in the house of Lama Lavan, which was that he was a shepherd and he was busy with sheep, and that he got paid with sheep, that's how he was paid for his work, and that his wealth came from the sheep and that it was with the sheep by selling the sheep that he was able to buy all of his other assets like uh, slaves and, uh, and camels and donkeys and so on all of it was by trading in the sheep and having other things to buy as well but the main thing is that he was based in sheep that was his main preoccupation in the house of Lavan still when we see when Yaakov sent a message to Esau talking about all of his assets and what he has he didn't say I have sheep he said first he's mentioned oxen and donkeys then he mentioned sheep and uh, slaves and so on so he didn't mention sheep as the first asset even though that was the main asset that he had why didn't he mention the tzayin as the first thing and since every matter in Torah is a lesson to us, especially that those stories that are told about the Ovis, the patriarchs, which is a similar bonim, and especially that in an, almost an entire sedra talks about the sheep, so there must be a lesson to us in all of these three elements that we just mentioned. Number one, that it, the, uh, it was sheep which caused Yaakov to flourish. That was his main asset. But at the same time, he also sold sheep and bought other assets. And the third thing is that when he mentioned it to Esau, he didn't mention sheep as the first thing. These three things are somehow a lesson to the Avedah of Ebiyid. So to explain this, we find in the Medrash there are two types of relationships that the Medrash talks about. You are to me like a father and I am to you like a son. The Yidin say to Hashem our relationship with Hashem is like a father and a son and then it says you are to me like a shepherd and we are to you like sheep so the question is once you've already talked about a father and a son the love that exists between Hashem and the Yidin is like a father and a son why talk about the relationship between a shepherd and a sheep which is much less important than the relationship between a father and a son so the explanation is given like this when we talk about a son to a father, that means we're talking about the qualities of the, of the son. A father sees his son not just simply as his offspring, but he also relates to him as somebody of quality, somebody that he loves for who he is as well. That is, talks about the kind of relationship that a Yid has with Hashem, which is based on studying Torah. The Yid also is has his own mind, he can understand the Torah, it's based on what the Yid brings to the table as well. So that kind of relationship describes the connection between a Yid and the part of Hashem which is invested in Hishtalshalus, in the creation, where he recognizes differences in creation. He recognizes it, the value of the created beings. But then there is a higher level of relationship between Hashem the place where Hashem states I have no brother, I have no son there is no the whole creation means nothing he's so removed from it that it doesn't mean anything over there, everyone is like sheep the whole thing is like sheep they have qualities, they don't have any qualities it's, 
it's like sheep with a shepherd. But, on the other hand, that brings out a greater, a certain greater mila in the Yidden, which is that even in that place where Hashem does not see any value of the entire creation, even there the Yidden are special to Him. Why are they special to Him over there? In other words, that's a place where the Yidden relate to the essence of Hashem, which transcends the entire creation. So then why are we special to Him? The specialness is all based on bittel, on our submission to Hashem. Not because we have talents and something to bring to the table, but because we are completely subservient to His will. That's what creates, that's what brings that kind of love between Hashem, between Hashem and the Yid. So the relationship that talks about a shepherd and his flock is talking about the love that Hashem has for the Yidden based on Bittl. Not based on Limitator, but based on Bittl. So to summarize, the, uh, the son and the father talks about how a Yid studies Torah using his own mind, using his own intellect. The uh, relationship between a shepherd and his flock is the relationship based on Bittl. More specifically, the bitl which comes from the word tzayn. Tzayn means, is similar to the word yitziah, going out. There is a yid that sits in the, uh, in the area which a yid wants to be in. A yid wants to be surrounded by holiness, by Torah. That's what he wants to use his time. But then there is a time that you have to go out from that, from the Dalad Amas of Torah, from the environment of Torah, and you have to go and elevate the world. You have to go refine the world. You have to go make a that takes great bittel because it means you have to give up that thing which you are truly interested in in personal growth through Torah and you have to go and because Hashem has a mission for you even though it doesn't do anything for you so to speak in your own growth but that's what Hashem's mission is so therefore at a bittel you go and you do that and that explains Yaakov's preoccupation with sheep while he was in Lovin's house and Parsha told us it talks about the way Yaakov was in his father's house. Yaakov Ishtam Yeshivaholim, he sat and learned in the, in, the, in the tents, the tents of Shem and the tents of Aver. That's how he spent his time throughout Parsha told us, even at the end when he had to run away from his father's house to escape Esau, and he was on his way to Lavan, even then he went to spend 14 years in Shem, in the, the house of Aver. Even then he was involved in that. But then when he got to the house of Lavan, which is discussed now in Parsha Vayetze, and it was in the house of love, and it was not in his father's house. It wasn't in the yeshiva. It was in Charein Afshal Olam in Charem, which was the most corrupt place in the world at that time. And it was in the house of love, and it was an untrustworthy person, the height of untrustworthiness. So there, Yaakov was involved with the sheep. And he truly involved himself with the sheep. As he said, as Yaakov said, I, I served you with all of my efforts. I put all my efforts into the sheep. And it was this kind of Aveda that he did in the house of Lavan, in the place which is away from holiness, which brought him his greatest success. That's where he was. That's where he flourished greatly. That's where, because he was in a place of darkness and he still kept all the Torah mitzvahs, as we know from Imlovangarti Vitayag Mitzvah Shamarti. And over there he had his family. That's where he had his children. He, had his, he, he married and he had his children, and each one of his children was a tzaddik unto himself. 
And all this is indicated by the connection to Tzayin, this kind of Avedu, which is expressed by Tzayin, by the sheep. It means going out and working with the world, and all that is based on Bittl. And that's why what he took with him from the house of Laban was sheep. That's what he brought with him. That was the main, uh, his main preoccupation in the house of Laban was this kind of Aveda. And that's the kind of, that's where he got the ability to vayifrates, to flourish. And the word vayifrates also means to break through all the boundaries. Pairet's together, like breaking through all the boundaries, which the world presents. Not only did he break through, but ma'id ma'id, he was able to break through doubly and doubly again all, any boundary. In fact, Chassidus says that because he was able to reach such a high level, that explains something that Yaakov complained about, that said, he said that Lavan changed the terms of our my pay ten times, a hundred times over. Whenever, if first we agreed that it would be speckled, so then he decided it should be spotted. First, then he said it should be an, an, always changing the terms of the agreement. Siddha says that it has a positive aspect to it as well. Because Yaakov, through his Aveda of Bittl and, and refining the world, was able to reach such a high level into the place of the essence of Hashem from which the blessing that comes down is completely unlimited has no parameters therefore it changes according to the need it can always change it's not defined in any way so when he said that it changed all the time he means I reached such a high level where there is no definition at all to the way I'm being paid to the way I'm being blessed it ha- it's constantly in flux always something new happening in a positive way so although the main Aveda of Yaakov is Bittl, but at the same time we have to know that Bittl itself does not transform the world. When you have an enemy, when you have uh, an opponent, Bittl is not going to do the job. You have to have other tools to be able to use. There are other things that you have to do. That's why Yaakov also bought she, uh, the other things, uh, oxen and uh, donkeys and ca- camels and so on, because he had to fight against the world around him in all manner of ways. Bittel itself doesn't do the job. As we, as we find in Shulchan Aruch, the be- very beginning of Shulchan Aruch, the first thing that is written in Shulchan Aruch is that a person has to be firm like a leopard and strong like, an, like a lion, and you have to be determined it doesn't help to be only with bittel because you have to fight against the world that takes a lot of the ones that scoff the ones that make fun of you it doesn't help with bittel you have to have also tools that they respect but in order to be able to use your determination and your strength and your power and that kind of uh, attitude you have to make sure that it's based on a foundation of bittel because if it's not based on foundation of Bittl, it becomes your own determination, you want it to be this way, then that could quickly turn into something which is the opposite of Kedusha. And that's why Yaakov, when he bought these other tools, these other assets, it was all from the money that he had from his sheep. It was all based on his sheep. That's a lesson to us that our determination has to come with Bittl all the time. It always has to be founded on Bittl. And that could be a reason why the Torah and the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch tell us who said As Kanomer, this statement that you should be strong and firm like a leopard and a lion, it's Yehuda ben Tema. Why do we need to know the name? Because Yehuda ben Tema tells us the foundation upon which this kind of behavior has to exist. Yehuda means 
Haidah, which means acceptance. We accept which, that which Hashem places on us. It's not with our own determ- uh, determination. It is determination which is based on, Hashem, on accepting Hashem's will. And it's not enough to just know this and that you start your day with this, but bentema means this always has to be informed by that feeling. Bentema means to say. It, you, it has to go out throughout the day. You have to know it's all based on bittel. It's all based on sheep. It's all based on that because otherwise it quickly turns into something very ugly. So again, to exp- so this explains why the details of Yaakov's Aveda and what he did. First of all, his assets were sheep. That was his main preoccupation. Bittel, that's what he was doing. At the same time, you can't rely only on that. So he bought also other assets. The Shoir, the Chamoir, and so on. But they all had to come from the foundation of the Bittel. That's why he, it was all, as Rashi says, he would sell the sheep and be able to buy other assets as well. And even as he was buying other assets, he never left sheep as being the main asset. That always remained the main asset because that is the main asset of a Yid, is Bittel. At the same time, when he sent a message to Esav, he didn't mention sheep as the first thing because Esav is not impressed by sheep. Esav is not impressed by humility. Esav needs a, somebody that is strong and that can scare him off and to be able to... Um, tell him that I'm not afraid of you and I have the tools to fight with you and I have the assets which you respect and only then, so he started so that's why Yaakov started with Shoir V'chamoir and only then got the Tzayin because to somebody like Esav you have to talk his language but that's only how you talk to the opponent but for yourself you know that it's all about Bittl the simple lesson to us is a Yid has to go out that is the Aveda of today's day and age. You have to go out and make an impact on the world. You have to transform and elevate the world. You can't be locked into the world of Torah only. You have to have an influence on other people. We're not talking about um, going out there and taking a small scholar and making him into a big scholar. We're talking about saving lives. There are Yidin which with their children and grandchildren would not be Jewish if we don't do what we need to do in order to save them, to take them out of the darkness and bring them into the light. But you have to know, if you want to be successful, it's all based on bittel. It's all based on because why do we do this? Because Hashem needs us to do this. And when we do it in that way, out of bittel, so then we're not going with our own powers, with our own talents. We are going because we we use Hashem's power in order to accomplish that which we need to. And then we accomplish vayifri tzayish ma'oid ma'oid we will flourish more and more and our students and our, the people that we have an influence on will also be successful. They will all turn out well all if we all come with a, an approach with Bittl. It's all based on the sheep being able to do it with Bittl and therefore Hashem's will is the determining factor.